0: With Brooke Grimsley and Super Bowl champ, Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker and we go to the celebrity line now, and our friend, the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federko is standing by as the Blues on the heels of a victory over the Philadelphia Flyers last night. Get ready to take on Vladdy Tarasenko and the Rangers tomorrow night. Good morning,
1: Bernie. How you doing? <coughs> Good morning, Randy. I'm doing great. Thanks. Good. You got got somebody there with you? (laughs) I do. I I had to pick up my little granddaughter at at, this morning, so she's still. We're we're stuck in traffic, so she's still in the back seat. She's very, very content, though. That's awesome. That's nice <laughs> love it. That's so sweet. I, well, I, I don't know if she also wants to answer this question, but maybe she's also excited about Jordan Kyrie's performance. I mean, six goals in the past six games. He's He's been looking pretty good. You know what? He always looks good to me. I think we've talked about that all season long. I mean, his numbers may not look that great as far as, a safe percentage and, and goals against but uh, what he's done and he gives the Blues a chance to win each and every night and I think that's the most important thing and he was really once again the difference maker as he seems to be every time the Blues win a game I think he's one of the difference makers.
2: Hey, uh, speaking of Jordan Kyrou the uh, the incident that him and Barubi had last week what were your thoughts on that? I, I am a, I mean, Bernie you played a long time and you understand that your best players have to be coached the hardest for everyone else. What are your thoughts about that interaction and, and how that went down?
1: Well, you know, what? I I don't think that there was really much of an issue there. I, I think that uh, in the heat of action all the time, here you know that you can have coaches and you can have issues where where coaches will say something and the guy doesn't really enjoy it. He's going to snap back, and uh, I mean it's just I think it's just common nature. So I, I really didn't look at, at anything as being any, any issue at all. I think it's just one of those things that sometimes happens, and and uh, you just have to go beyond it. And I think they both, I mean, Chiefs said it wasn't that big a deal, and that's what Jordan said the same thing it wasn't a big deal, and. Uh, you just move on,
2: you, Bernie. You're you're 100 correct. You would be. Most people would be surprised the conversations and the arguments that take place during games uh, between coaches, players, and players amongst each other. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's still going out there and trying to get the win. It is, and
1: I think that I mean I think everybody you know with, with the way the season has gone this year, I think everybody's a little frustrated, obviously, and everybody wants to do more and, and be better and. And I think, you know, a lot of times with the coaching staff, I mean, they're just trying to help out and trying to make the, the player a better better player. And, and sometimes, you know, the guys, I mean, you're trying your, your tail off and all of a sudden things aren't going well and you don't like having somebody yell at you either. So it's one of these. It's just something that happens. And, and I think it's in every sport that it happens. And, and I think, unfortunately, with all the cameras that we have nowadays that uh, you can't really get away with anything because... It's going to be. It's going to show up somewhere, and then and then someone's going to make a comment about it, and and I think it's, it's sometimes unfair for both the coaches and the players because it. I mean, we it happened all the time. Um, you know, in my day, and it's uh, you just didn't see it because uh, there really weren't the cameras to, to, to pick it up. So uh, uh, I don't think anybody got anything out of it other than. Uh, <laughs> than the people that saw it on camera.
0: And Bernie, and I'm not suggesting that this is what happened with Jordan Kyrou the other day, but all due respect to Kerry Davis here, coaches are weird. And Mike Martz <laughs> used to yell at Trent Green through Kurt Warner. He, he would just eviscerate Kurt Warner, and he wasn't going to yell at Trent Green, so he yelled at the backup, mm-hmm. and he knew that Trent Green was standing there listening to it. I know that Jacques Demers made an example of you just because you were the best guy on the team. and it was It was a message to the team, that was sent at the expense of Bernie Federco. That just happens sometimes with coaches.
1: Absolutely. And, and you know what? A lot of times coaches know that they're not supposed to yell at Kurt Warner. So they, they're smart <laughs> enough to know that, and yep. they're not going to do that. So they're uh, otherwise, they're, Kurt Warner might not want to do exactly what they do. But I, I agree with that. Yell at Green, and uh, Kurt gets the message too as well. So I, I think that's really uh, kind of the, the thing that happens, in, in, <laughs> and it's unfortunate sometimes, but uh, you just got to go with it. Man, and that's kind of the thing. Well, that's what happens.
0: <laughs> with marco Scandella, obviously he's going to be it was announced that he's going to be out the rest of the season what does that mean for his future with the blues
1: well i don't know i mean you know marco has done a really good job with what he's had to do i mean he's been one of those guys that's brought in i mean he was a, a physical guy big guy that uh, kills penalties does does a lot of things and unfortunately for marco he's gone through you know some injury problems and i mean i think the, the blues are going to assess everything on this team they're going to assess obviously the defenseman and and, and they're going to try to get better obviously for next year because we're I mean, not making the playoffs everybody in the situation that hey uh, we keep saying everybody's auditioning for the rest of the season I'm, unfortunately for Marco now uh, with the injury he's out for the rest of the year this year and I mean that hurts him obviously but going forward but uh, I, I, that's going to be an evaluation I think from from you know upstairs from from Doug Armstrong to see what he wants to do but I think Marco has obviously proven that he can play in the league and and that he is a, is, a, is a very sound defenseman uh, when he's healthy, and and hopefully, um, you know everything's going to work out for him. But I mean, when you don't make the playoffs, uh, we all know that things that the changes are probably going to be made. What are the changes going to be? That's what we're going to have to, uh, you know, uh, find out this summer. But I, I still think there's still auditions for the rest of this year. Just the four games left. You know, we're seeing kids getting called up from the minors right now. They're getting opportunities and chances. So. We'll see how that pans out, but uh, uh, you know what? It's never uh, easy to not make the playoffs, and I think everybody is frustrated right now, and and everybody wants to make sure that this is not going to happen uh, next year, and I think that's what what, what the, the game plan is right now.
0: Hey, Bernie, I want your opinion because I uh, I just get this sense. I think Marco Scandella would be a good guy to have on a good team. A good uh, if he's healthy, a good third pairing defenseman. In addition to being a good player, he's he appears to me to be the kind of guy you want in a dressing room too. To.
1: Yeah, I would say so too. You I know, mean, Randy, I'm not in the locker room. Uh, an, an awful lot but but you know especially during during the games and this and that but i mean marco is one of those guys that, that, that everybody likes i mean he's got a smile on his face all the time and and i think that because of that uh you know you want to have guys around for that so um you know we'll see where where he ends up but i, I agree with you i mean I think that this team is, is is very capable with just a few changes of being very very good. Uh, again, I mean, I think that they're proving it, it down the stretch. Yes, they're playing against some teams that are are not very good teams, and then they're be- but they're beating them. And I think that's what you have to do. I mean, the, the Flyers played well in the third period. The Blues kind of uh, kind of sat back too much, which we've seen them do that a number of times this year. But I think most importantly, they, they beat the Flyers too. And I know a lot of people are concerned. Oh, you know what? They're in a situation here where they shouldn't be you know, winning these games because it's, it hurts with the, you know, with what's going on with, uh, uh, you know, the draft and, and you're, you're losing that position maybe. But uh, I, you, you can't tell guys to lose. I mean, everybody's going to go and, and then if you're the better team, you should win. And I think that's uh, something that, that needs to happen right now is the Blues need to continue to, to win the hockey games.
2: Bernie, you, uh, Vladimir Tarasenko is coming back tomorrow night. You are a player that played the majority of your career here, but you played your final season in Detroit. What was that moment like, and what is Vladimir going to expect or experience uh, when he comes back and plays against the Blues, a team that he's been a part of for so long?
1: Well, you know what, this this fan base that we have here is, is absolutely unbelievable. I'm, I'm sure it's you know everybody uh, every, every uh, you know team will say that, that that we get the best fans in the world. Well. You know, I know from experience here that, that the response that I got, the ovation that I got when I came back was, was overwhelming. And, I, and you know, with Vladdy uh, was a big part of this organization, organization for a long time. Uh, what, he scored 200 and what, I think 62 goals, I think we said last night, um, was a big part of the Stanley Cup championship. So uh, I think he's going to have a lot of nerves and he's going to be very, very excited. And I, I said that last night. I mean, he's going to come in here. Um, Gung ho! Um, he's going to want to be the best player that he's ever been to night. <laughs> I expect him to him to be really excited about playing the game. But I'm sure that they'll have a really nice uh, 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 presentation on on the, on the jumbotron, and I'm sure it's going to get him more excited. And I'm sure it's going to get even his teammates more excited about playing the game. But uh, these are the the special things that happen uh, when you're a part of an organization for, for quite a while. And, and I think that that Blatty is going to going to have a, a heck of a reception. I think he's going to uh, be nervous, but I think, again, he's going to be very, very elated when it's all said and done. Does it get any better than hanging out with your granddaughter? <laughs> you know, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to be better than that. <laughs> Never going to be better than that.
0: Bernie, we love you. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. You guys have a great day. You too. That is the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federico, on the opening drive on 101 ESPN.